the ninth year celebration of let's voltron the official voltron podcast i'm here with my co-host greg tyler welcome to nine years of let's voltron nine years what do you think of that mark <laughs> i i think it's amazing it feels like longer though doesn't it in some ways yeah in some ways no but uh, <laughs> now now i've been co-host for what about six and a half of those nine years right so it's been a bit of a shorter journey for me but uh my goodness but what a ride yep you've been with me at least uh 88 of the way here yeah and, and i guess uh, yeah I, I actually as a, as i was looking back i think uh oh what was this i think i think a question of mine got answered all the way back in uh episodes two uh, ten or Wow. 15 or 16. That was when Mark Handler was on. Yeah. Episode yeah. Nine and 10. That was nine and 10. Yeah. Yeah. And there, yeah. And so I did, I did not really listen to every single podcast, Mark. How long would it take someone to listen to all of our podcasts end to end? I am so glad you asked, Greg, because I actually went through it all. We average about 95 minutes of podcast. We have done 229. That's pretty amazing in and of itself. Up until this one. This is now 230. So if you want to start at episode one and listen for an average of an hour a day, it will take you one full year to listen to our, our all of our podcasts. Are you all right? It's crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy. I'm just laughing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, let's 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 get down to brass tacks, right? I mean, a year to listen to podcasts about a robot made of five lions. It's fascinating to me. I mean, Isn't just it? amazing. Yeah, because if you were to actually watch all the episodes of Voltron that have ever been done, it would take mm -hmm. you less time. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah. So you figure there were 78 episodes of VLD. There were yeah. 72 episodes of the original Lion Force and 52 of Vehicle Force, right? Yep. And then there were the, the Fleet of Doom, and then there were 26 of V3D, and then there were 26 of Voltron Force. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> but the thing is, is this is like a supplemental to all those episodes because we have actually done a lot of the episode reviews. We still have mm -hmm. some left in, in the original Lion Force. We still have the Vehicle Force. We still have, uh, well, we did a, a, a two episode review of Voltron, the third dimension. We did a two episode review of Vehicle Voltron, um, but we didn't do individual episode reviews of those episodes. Uh, yeah. we, we've been working on Voltron Force, and still haven't completed that, but we did all 78 episodes of of VLD. Yeah, as they happened. I mean, we had to wrap up uh, after the fact. It took several months, I think a few months to wrap those up. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're. I think we still have a little over half the episodes of Voltron Force to go, and that, which is fine with me because it's fun to do and there's no reason to rush. Right, <laughs> right. Because we don't know when something new is coming, right? That's right uh you know all those our our, our fine friends that uh web come on people <laughs> so eventually we'll need no material yeah so i i i am asking the question after nine years how did we get here what a good question <laughs> It's, so, it still amazes me that every time we come down, or I have to come downstairs to record. I think you're upstairs, right? Whenever, whenever we go to our respective uh, places to pop the headset and and microphone on, I'm as ex excited as the very first time. So, 
Um, right. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, you, you've been a great question. How did we get here, Mark? So, you know, a long time ago, back in 2013, uh, was talking to Jeremy Corey about the possibility of, you know, doing the Voltron podcast, because I know he had wanted there to be a Voltron podcast. And, and for and, those who don't know, Jeremy Corey at the time was uh, was an employee of World Events Productions. Yeah, he was the creative director at World Events Productions and had been yeah. for quite a while. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, they had worked on the, uh, the, the Voltron Force show and everything. And now they, they, they really wanted something that could supplement uh, the Voltron brand. And then at the same time, something that could fill the gaps in between, you know, new things that are done with Voltron. And at the time, of course, we didn't know there was going to be a uh, a Voltron Legendary Defender on Netflix through DreamWorks at all. No, we no, we found out about the same time everyone else did. We we didn't really have any any lead on that. Right. the The things that that triggered all of that, of course, were uh, the purchase of classic media by DreamWorks, mm -hmm. which gave them the whole library that classic media had which included the license for Voltron. Now the license for Voltron came originally from Web, given right. to Classic Media. And as right. soon as Classic Media bought that, I mean, as soon as DreamWorks bought Classic Media, they got that license for Voltron. And there were a number of things that they wanted to do uh, besides Voltron. Obviously they had a 300 hour uh, commitment to Netflix that they had to do. So they've done other things. You know, they did Mr. Peabody and Sherman. They did uh, Where's Waldo. They've done, you know, other things. Uh, but uh, Voltron was one of the big things they wanted to do. And of course, we all know how that ended. Yeah. 78 but episodes. 78 Amazing. episodes. Yeah. So this was another thing that uh, was known at the very beginning of VLD was that they were going to do the 78 episodes and they were doing it with Studio Mirror and they knew there was going to be a beginning, a middle, and an end and it was going to end at episode 78 and that's it. Yep. So uh, a lot of people think, you know, well, there's, well, there should be a chance for extending the show, right? Well, that's not the way things work in business sometimes. Right, right. Sometimes they just decide this is the way it's going to be. And when we're done, we're done. Well, Defender of the Universe was the same way with roughly 125 episodes. So that was that was a that was set in stone when they began making the show. So yeah. Right. Uh, but back to the podcast. <laughs> yes. So in talking about the podcast, uh once we got uh everything in place. Uh, we had, you know, we had the logo behind me here. You see it? It's a nice one. Oh, yeah, the 8-bit logo. Yep. So we had the logo. We had uh, how we were going to start the show with a theme kind of thing. Uh, we had the name of the show. Uh, I, I had gone through a couple of things with Jeremy, and Jeremy said, why don't we just call it Let's Voltron, the official Voltron podcast, and and... Uh, it was official because Jeremy was involved. So then, you know, we got the the Facebook and the Instagram and the Twitter accounts together and, and a YouTube account. And we got letsvoltron.com. I was able to get the, you know, the the domain mm -hmm. and and everything. So once that got rolling, then we had to put together our first show. And it was just me and Jeremy together talking about what we were going to do. And from then on, things kind of took off. But the problem is, is the very next show, <laughs> Jeremy tells me that he's going to be leaving Web. Hmm. <laughs> so, so then he had suggested bringing on uh, Michael French. So we had Michael French on as of our third episode. So okay. our first first episode was just me and Jeremy with the Legend of Ultron. Second episode was the Robotech Voltron number one with Tommy Yoon. 
And then mm -hmm. the third episode was our New Year mailbag when we brought in Michael. And then okay. Michael French was with me up until the very last one with him was episode 21 with uh, Brandon Thomas, the Dynamite okay. uh, comics writer. Got it. And then after that, I was by myself. I had uh, about five episodes where we did episode reviews for the original uh, Voltron Defender of the Universe, Lion Force, with Dan Jolly helping mm -hmm. me to, to review those episodes. And then after that, you had started with uh, Vehicle Team Voltron on episode 26 and 27 with me. Mm -hmm. And then you as had also... Yeah, as a guest. And then you were also a guest uh, when we did uh, the the third dimension mm -hmm. with, with Shannon. And then and that, that was, that's when she had uh, first taken part in the podcast. Right. And then uh, we started talking about Voltron on Netflix in 2016 with a group of people and you were one of that group. And then the very next episode after that, which was episode 52 was when you started full time. Yeah, as I recall, I, I maybe it was maybe it was number fifty one, but I remember after one of our recording sessions where I was a guest, yeah, I just stuck around and said, "Hey, if if you're looking for someone on a recurring basis to bounce, you know, to bounce around with, and you you're okay with having me join the show, I'd I'd love to be part of it." And uh, right, and for some reason you said yes, <laughs> and the rest is history. That's and right. It's been a great history. And well. so now we're up to episode 230. Now, wow. I, I also wanted to look back on, you know, we're going to talk about some of the memories we had of, of some key things that happened during those years. And mm -hmm. I also wanted to, to do a run through here. Um, we had started on Skype and GarageBand when mm -hmm. we first started recording. Yeah. And then... At episode 200, we switched to Zoom. And that was a lot of it had to do with the pandemic. Yeah. So uh it was a it was a good progression because it enabled me to have one place from which to go to edit the, the podcast. Mm -hmm. It also enabled us to release a video version of the podcast as well as an audio version. Yeah. So to those who have only listened to our podcast, starting with episode 200, we've, we've put every podcast on the YouTube channel. Right. Um, so uh, there are times where you'll hear us re refer to things as if we're all looking at them because we are <laughs> during the recording. And while we try to make everything audio only friendly, uh, sometimes uh, that doesn't happen. And uh, you can always catch that stuff on the YouTube channel. Right. There there has also been a little bit of a change in my editing style over the years as well. Yeah. <laughs> Back when oh. it used to be audio only, I used to really worry about the ums and the ahs and the pauses and all that kind of stuff and try to, you know, shore that up and make it sound as crisp as possible and all that kind of stuff. And when you're doing video, it's it's not always possible to do that, especially when you've got several people on at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing that Zoom does allow you to do is uh, you're get, you're getting a recorded audio track from each person's feed. That's awesome. Which you know I can just take all those audio tracks and lay them over each other, sync them up, and then if somebody sneezes or something, it's easy to take that sneeze out, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, I could just take the full video audio track and just edit from that too i could do it either way so there's there's more options uh it, it really makes it easier to tell you the truth it really does oh, that's uh, great. so over the years uh that has been a thing you know just with the technical parts of the podcast um we started off with instagram facebook twitter youtube and letsvoltron.com but since then, we added a Tee Public store so you can get some Let's Voltron merchandise as well as other Voltron merchandise from the Tee Public store. Uh, I also added an Alexa skill. So you can just say, Alexa, open Let's Voltron. 
uh, some people choose to change their Alexa uh, voice prompt to computer, or and just most recently you could do Ziggy, if you if if you like Ziggy from uh, Quantum Leap. So as a brief aside, there's a there's a a new version of Quantum Leap out now that I have not watched. Yes. Do they still refer to is Ziggy still the, uh, yes. the screen buddy? Okay. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Now the thing about it is, is it's it's not this handheld thing that they keep on tapping uh -huh. <laughs> to try to get it. To... It's it's just the the AI machine that's around the whole thing. And because okay. Ziggy Ziggy in the original show was a person, I think. Yeah. Uh, and and Al interfaced with him by touching that crazy blinky thing that he would hold but yeah i think they established ziggy was actually a person at the other end but but yeah right. okay but it's an ai now okay yes so okay. the thing about it is is uh if you if you just say in my case i switched it to ziggy so i would say ziggy open let's voltron and it will play one of a random 80 different you know uh phrases or lines or something like that from from any of the Voltron shows. That's cool. I remember when you debuted that on the podcast at the time, uh, we did not have any of those fancy Amazon gizmos. Uh, we have since acquired some Amazon gizmos and uh, I did, uh, I did play with it a little bit and it was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So um, another thing that I wanted to say is uh, all the places that we've been as let's Voltron, so this started way back in, we started going in, in 2012 to things, my wife and I, we started mm -hmm. going in 2012, and back then it was for Toon Barn, and Toon Barn has since folded, but uh, we're still going out there as the podcast, so uh, this coming year we will be back to San Diego Comic-Con again as Let's Voltron. So... Um, I, I have a count here for some of the uh, comic cons that we've been to. Okay, and I and for as a as a I've only been to a handful of these, if that. But uh, but but certainly you, Mark and Kim, and that and that's awesome. <laughs> right. So I wanted to start with VoltCon. We've been to four times, including one being there virtually, but I'm including all four. And then, of course, the podcast we, was definitely represented all four times. Yes, and <laughs> yes. and I also wanted to say that uh, we just recently found out that it is a definite that VoltCon will be happening in 2023, back in October in Indianapolis again. Excellent. So that's good news. Absolutely, looking forward to it. We've also been to RetroCon four times. Uh, mm -hmm. I was I was with you for one of those. Yes, you were. Yeah. Uh, that was that was wonderful. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con once. That's in Seattle. Mm -hmm. uh, San Diego Comic Con eight times. Awesome. New York Comic Con nine times. I was with you for one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've also been to Keystone Comic Con once, Philly Comic Con once, and WonderCon five times. And you were with me to one of those as well. One of those. Yeah. Mm hmm. And then, of course, uh, I've been to World Events Productions in St. Louis, and then I've I been. I would still love to go to World Events Productions someday and clean their closets. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but every time they bring a uh, little behind-the-scenes nuggets to VoltCon, I just, I just, I start frothing at the mouth. I'm like, oh, I want to see more. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> the, the archives. Yes, the archives. Yes. Uh, we've also been on the DreamWorks tour, and uh, you and I both attended a, a voice recording in Burbank with Andrea Romano, who uh, was doing a voice recording that day with Jeremy Shada and Kimberly, Kimberly Brooks. Kimberly Brooks, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Fun times. Of course, Joaquin and Lauren were also there that day. Yeah, at, they were. At the recording. Right. Mm-hmm. So with all those things that we've been to and everything, obviously we've gotten tons of interviews and everything. And a lot of those interviews are out on our uh, YouTube channel. 
And then, mm-hmm. of course, they're all on the podcasts. We've we've included those interviews on the podcast in either audio form or video form. Mm-hmm. So um, I also wanted to mention that two years that we were at New York Comic Con, uh, 2017 and 2018, I did appear on the pre-show with Mark Daniel when it was on the main stage at New York Comic Con the one year and at the Hammerstein Ballroom the following year. Nice. When, when we were talking about uh vld at the time right the podcast gets around yes and and mentioning our our youtube channel as well uh a lot of the things that we've done recently on our youtube channel have been just the the podcast itself on zoom um but prior to that we did a whole bunch of interviews with voltron legendary defender we did uh toy reviews toy unboxings uh but there were a few other videos that we did that were for fun right yes yes so i wanted to mention some of the ones that we did that were for fun uh all right there was one that we had uh there was a an episode of the podcast where we had jack angel and franklin kofod together and we got to to do a little skit with them you know yeah you you wrote a really fun script for that yeah i was gonna say and and with the recent passing of jack angel uh i did go back and listen to that again and and it 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 brought back some great memories of uh of of the interview with him and of course that session where uh, he and franklin uh did their voice magic (laughs) right and you got to direct right yes it was it was kind of funny (laughs) it was kind of funny um being able to direct Jack Angel was just an amazing, amazing thing. And, yeah, and he didn't even use a stopwatch. Oh, you and, gotta say it faster. <laughs> he's he's the reason I'm only two degrees away from Kevin Bacon. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because they did a movie called Balto. Okay. Kevin Bacon was in Balto, and so was Jack Angel. And of course, we interviewed Jack Angel. So there's my connection. To Kevin Bacon. Balto. Balto. Cage's home planet. Interesting. <laughs> uh, was it was that the name of the dog? Balto? I think was so. It? So yes, I, I 1995. Yep. Balto. So there you go. Yep. Um, so we did this this little uh video where we actually took some of the, the stock footage of the original show with Zarkon yeah. and Hagar <laughs> and everything. And we had the the scene played out. And it, it was just yeah. it was fun to work that and then to mm-hmm. to present it out on our YouTube channel because it's a really fun clip. Yeah. And you got to uh direct Jack Angel before he joined many of the other voice actors for that uh Honda Days ad. That's uh, right. Years later. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Which I think is probably his probably was his last uh, performance as Zarkon, but uh, I yes. think you can safely say you had uh, uh, maybe the second to last uh, Zarkon. Exactly. With him. Exactly. Uh, yes. So then uh, another Zarkon video that we did out there was with the, the newer Zarkon, which was played by Neil Kaplan. And it was mm-hmm. the itsy bitsy spider that he did on our, our podcast the one time. Yeah, that was fun. And we got to... <laughs> play that up with some footage mm-hmm. from the actual show and then it finished up with of course optimus prime yes that was <laughs> because fun. because why would it because that's what neil did yeah he was it was on 2000 un- one of the 2000 shows right he was un- unfortunately crushed by a tractor trailer yes <laughs> so and then, of course, there was one that was directed by you, and that was Voltron's in a Winter Wonderland. Why don't you describe oh my this gosh. one? So I thought it would be fun to do a Voltron Christmas Carol of some kind. And I will tell you, my original idea was to do the 15 pilots of vehicle Voltron. But I will tell you, it, it got so repetitive that it bored even me. <laughs> So then the Winter Wonderland idea came along. And then I'm trying to remember everyone we had. I know we had Mel and Seamus 
and Zilla. Uh, Zilla and us. Were there who else was on that one? That that might have been it. If I've forgotten your name and you were a part of that, <laughs> I apologize. It's been a while. That's been more than 10 seconds. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, so basically uh, I wrote some lyrics around uh, Voltron folk, you know, for with that tune. And we didn't have any musical accompaniment because I didn't want us to get uh, nailed by copyright cops or anything. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, it's all, I guess you could say acapella, I guess. <laughs> but that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, and I, I think we had some video clips of uh, the different characters uh, that people were uh, singing as, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And I think I made the snowflakes uh, uh, some kind of a little... Uh, image based on the logo of vehicle voltron from the 80s merchandise which was a lot of fun <laughs> yes that was fun it was cool yeah uh we also did another video that was a big thank you to the voltron legendary defender production crew and that was something that was contributed to by over 300 people around the world wow yeah that was great yeah we had asked people to submit videos and then at the end to raise their hands up and they didn't know why they were raising their hands up. <laughs> they had no clue, um, mm -hmm. but it, it all played out when they heard the song that was accompanying it. And then just putting that all together was a massive effort uh, just no to, to fit everything in and make it look good, you know? And yeah. We we did two actual videos. We did a thank you video that included the song, which was Unity by Shinedown, which they had recorded back in 2012. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the second one was every single video that had been submitted back to back to back. Yeah, that was amazing and, and completely yeah. your uh, your uh, idea and 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 effort went into that. And, and so, so many. Uh, fe uh, fellow fans and, and friends of ours uh, made that happen too with their contributions. That was phenomenal. Right. It was great. And I, I just enjoyed doing that. And then uh, the last one I wanted to mention was the, just my son playing the, the Voltron Legendary Defender theme on piano. And we just caught him while he was practicing the one time. And mm -hmm. that's that's a once in a lifetime thing because who knows if he'll ever play it that great again, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and there weren't many times where he ever did. So that was a once in a lifetime thing caught on video and I'm glad, so glad we caught it. And it ended up being something that I threw in as the end of our show a lot of times because it wouldn't it wouldn't trigger anything on YouTube copyright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, kids, uh, having uh, Quinn, who was then, goodness, much younger than she is now, <laughs> um, asking interview questions pre-recorded of Kimberly Brooks. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, Quinn has helped me out with at least one of the endings of the toy re of toy review videos that have been made for the channel. Um, just the, the silly little skits at the very end. Um I almost got to do a DreamWorks tour myself when I was in LA, oh. but it didn't pan out. I, I literally, I, I can't remember if it was a, if I texted or emailed or called Benjamin Kaltenegger when they were still doing their thing mm -hmm. and the scheduling just wouldn't work out. They were in a mad rush to get things done when right. I happened to be out there in 2017 at some point. Yeah. And so uh, they just couldn't bring on a visitor. Uh, I was I was going to go there with Quinn, but uh, it didn't pan out. Yeah, and when we yeah. did the DreamWorks tour, they were just packaging up the last episode and That's getting awesome. it ready. Yep, it was it was being sent off to uh, Studio Mir. Wow, phenomenal! Yeah. So, yeah, what an adventure! Yes. So <laughs> all of those things, right? And I just wanted to. Uh, show a little bit about how some of these things formed in the early days of, of Let's Voltron and how they rolled into other things and just how we've been lucky enough to be able to talk to 
all the people that have been involved with the shows from the original series to Voltron the Third Dimension to Voltron Force to VLD. And I just wanted to say uh, um, our very first original, um, or the original series crew, the very first person we got to talk to was Mark Handler. Yeah. So he was one of the original series writers. And the funny thing about it is, is here we are on our ninth episode of the podcast, and we're already talking to somebody who's over in Shanghai, China. Mm -hmm. I, I did not expect that, but no, yeah, we, not at all. We got it to work. <laughs> Went global almost from the onset. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. And, mm -hmm. and then learning so many things about the series from Mark Handler and then being able to take that to Franklin Kofod when he came on and then mm -hmm. learning so many more things. And then John Teichman mm -hmm. and then Ted Coppler. And then, you know, just uh, we had Neil Ross. We had Michael Bell. We had BJ Ward. Yep. I mean, just some of those original series people was just amazing and then yeah, we had yeah. jack angel right and then we had uh people like paul vitello oh gosh that was so much fun yeah and then just uh just remembering some of you know some of the people from uh voltron the third dimension we had mike young mm-hmm we had Josh Prickerel. Yep. Um, and, and then, of course, B.J. Ward and Neil Ross were on the third dimension as well. So, yes, well, of mm -hmm. course. And uh, we got into uh, like Voltron Force and we had Stephen E. Gordon. John Delaney. And John Delaney. We had um, uh, Giles Panton, Andrew Francis. Adam Beechin, uh, Len Yuli. Yeah. Uh, we had, yeah, Tyler we had, Bean. we had at one point all the, the voice actors. We had uh, Doran Bell. We had mm -hmm. Giles Panton. Vincent we had Tong. Vincent Tong. We had uh, Gary Chalk. Mm hmm. And, and Giles Panton. Yeah, so, so many people. And I, I should mention that uh, uh, at VoltCon 2022, we had a chance to interview Steve Sterling. He will be on the podcast. We still need to, to re loop back and uh, chat with him. He is interested in joining us on the podcast. So uh, hopefully right. in, the, in the not too distant future, we'll have him join us as well from the original show. So we, we had just mentioned that in our last podcast. So you getting to interview him at VoltCon was awesome. And... You know, all of this stuff has, you know, increased all of our knowledge of of how those original shows were made, how the other shows were made. Um, there's 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 some video footage of behind the scenes from from Voltron: The Third Dimension. Uh, very little from uh, Voltron Force, but then of course we saw a whole bunch of stuff for VLD when when that was on. Oh yeah. My gosh, what a list. But I will say, while we haven't had a chance to talk with a whole lot of behind-the-scenes folks for Voltron Force, um, John Delaney's recollection of that show, mm -hmm. you know, 10 years removed, was just amazing. So yeah. we got a lot of great info from him. Uh, I also wanted to talk about some of our comics people. We had uh, comics writers and artists. Uh, we had Dan Jolly, we had Brandon Thomas, we had N. Stephen Harris, we had Brian Smith and Jacob Shabbat, uh, we had uh, Tommy Yoon and Elmer DeMasso and Bill Spangler. And you uh, we, interviewed Bill at your home, didn't you? Yes, that was that was a rare thing, having the guest actually in my own home to do the recording, and that was the only time that's ever been done was Bill Spangler, because Bill Spangler lives in my hometown. That is amazing. What a and, 
We had Blackie Shepard and Colin Bunn. Um, it's just, and of course, we've had Mitch Iverson and Tim Hedrick and Josh mm -hmm. Hamilton and Christine Bion. And yeah, getting into legendary defender. Yep. Yeah. And then we had uh, Tyler Labine, uh, Eugene Lee, Jamie Gray Hyder, um, Steve Ahn, Benjamin Kaltenecker. We had, of course, you know, everybody like uh, Jeremy Shada, uh, Bex Taylor Klaus, Kimberly Brooks, Josh Keaton. Uh, did, I, did I mention Joaquin Dos Santos and Lauren Montgomery? Uh, we you had Reese, Reese Darby and Neil Kaplan. Uh, we had AJ the sound, Locasio. Yeah, AJ Locasio. We had the sound guys, Rob McIntyre and Mark Schmidt. Mm -hmm. um, we had Anna Graves and Zara Fuzzle. Uh, the yeah, one of the one of the cool ones was when we had AJ, Anna, and Zara for the MFE pilots interview. Yes, that was cool. Yeah. And oh my gosh, just all these people from from you know from Voltron Legendary Defender was amazing. And, and we did mention Emily Iden already, but uh, but yeah, she was on the podcast. Yep, Emily Iden was also on the podcast. And yep. then and of I course was... Bob Connor and Tiffany Alardi from World Events Productions. Oh and, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so fan artists, fan cosplayers, the uh, episode where we uh, chatted with Voltron fans from Japan. Oh my wow. gosh, that uh, yeah. let's let's talk about that one. Okay, so yeah. so uh, we did a Japanese celebration of Voltron, right? Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so that one had as our guests Anki, Kalai, and Hikawa. Mm -hmm. And I believe of, I believe the first person's name was pronounced or nickname uh, handle was pronounced Unki, but yes, yes. And yeah. one of those people was able to um, uh, translate for us. Yeah. So it, it was the first time that we had you know people speaking Japanese and then getting a translation at the same time. And I had actually done some uh, interviews when I was doing Toon Barn stuff for when they did Batman Ninja. Mm -hmm. And I, I also got the chance to uh, interview some, some Japanese producers and creators and had a, a translator there with me for the interview as well. Wow. So, so what a great experience. Yeah. So that, that type of stuff is, is really rare. And I, I just thought that that was great that we could, go through the Japanese celebration because we're talking about the original Go Lion mm -hmm. and the original Die Rugger and, you know, paying homage to the original people who were credited for that. Yeah. That's what made Voltron. Mm -hmm. I, I think it would be phenomenal if we could somehow, somehow uh, reach out and, and find people who had worked on those original animes. And of course, we would definitely need translators because, uh, yeah, but, uh, but that would be really neat to do too someday, but you know. Yeah. Um, we, we, during the time that we've been on this, this podcast, we've also celebrated the 30th anniversary of Voltron and the 35th anniversary of Voltron. Yeah. So we've done that on the podcast. Um, we had, uh, Seth Green and Claire Grant, you know, on the, on the podcast. Seth Green mm -hmm. and Claire Grant both being huge Voltron fans. And of course, they've done many things in the name of Voltron themselves in, in a lot of their work. Yeah. And then you guys uh, who worked, I mean, you being one of them, working on the uh, Voltron from Days of Long Ago, 30th anniversary celebration. I believe you had uh, Tracy. Tracy and, Todd. Uh, right. And uh, Josh Bernard and uh, yep. Brian Smith, right? And yeah. Jacob Shabbat, we had them all on for right. the right. 30th anniversary book. So uh, it was all there. And uh, we we had uh, done many different things. Actually, um, we supported that at New York Comic Con where we did interviews at New York Comic Con. We had a panel at New York Comic Con. 
And we also had a, a, a signing at the Viz Media booth. And then outside of that, uh, we got invited up to the Barnes & Noble Tribeca in New York, in New York City, uh, to do another presentation and book signing. And so I had to put together a presentation for that. And then uh, Jacob and, and Brian were also there, and they were able to do a little fun thing where they were able to draw something while they were talking about it. And so we did all that, and then we signed some books, and it was great. And cool. um, yeah, I'm never going to forget those types of things. Um, mm -hmm. Just like I'll never forget being able to interview and see Andrea Romano in action, you know, mm -hmm. before she retired. Yeah. And Voltron was the last show she ever worked on. And what an amazing human being. I mean, just such a kind soul. Yep. Yep. Uh, we also had a couple of milestone uh, podcasts. We had our 100th uh, episode celebration and our 200th episode celebration. Yeah. Um, and uh, the 200th had uh, many members of the Legendary Defender cast yes. uh, on it, didn't it? Yeah. Yes. And it was on was video. That was our mm -hmm, the very first. That was our first video one, so that was mm -hmm. cool. Uh, we had some pretty special ones where we had like Alora Palooza. Oh yes, and Shiro Nanigans and Shiro Nanigans. Those were and I fun. gotta say, oh they were, and we did a a Shiro character analysis with uh, a character study with uh, Danny. With Danny, yeah, with Danny, and that was great. And, yep. and one thing I I do want to point out, Josh Keaton in particular. He, I mean, I, I, all of the, the voice actors were phenomenal in, on the podcast and, of course, in, in their work. But Josh Keaton really seemed to get inside Shiro's head and have a really, really deep understanding of who he believed Shiro was. Yep. And to have him participate in Shiro Nanigans and to hear through his multiple appearances on the podcast, um, his insight into the character was was what a great opportunity that was. Right. Yeah, we had a we had another episode where we had both father and son on. We had Zarkon That's and right. Lotor with mm -hmm. AJ Locasio and Neil Kaplan together. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Um we had things like uh Voltron fan artist spotlights, Voltron fan cosplay spotlights. Mm -hmm. uh, there were there were a lot of different times where we had a whole bunch of Voltron fans on with us and we were just, you know, raving about Voltron. So one of the one of my favorite things we did in that vein was uh during the pandemic, we just sort of had several people come on the podcast and just sort of talk. I mean, yeah. I guess Voltron was one of the subjects, but just how's it going in this? crazy time we live in and that was that was a good experience yeah to, to to interact with so many people on something more down to earth you know we called that the voltron fan meetup social distancing yeah mm -hmm. and and that was with zilla we do something like Mel, that again. lexi and kay lionheart yeah we should do something like that again sometime under under uh less uh pandemic-y circumstances <laughs> <laughs> So there was also a time where uh, a kid actually interviewed both of us. Yeah, Andrew, right? Andrew, right. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of fun. It was. I mean, it, it's been really weird and, and a little bit surreal that other people had actually had us on their podcasts. Yeah, that's true. And it was it was really interesting to have that happen. Um. Mm -hmm. So being a part of other people's podcasts as well was was kind of interesting. Um, mm -hmm. So now I'm remembering another thing that we were invited to do uh, was when I was at San Diego Comic-Con and the Lego Ideas Voltron had come out. Mm -hmm. The Lego booth had actually invited us to go there and interview them mm -hmm. and and get to know the people that were involved in the making of that Lego Voltron. So 
we had already had talked to the original designer, Lendy Tyag. Right, but, who had won the Lego ideas and gotten the 10,000 supporters and all that awesome stuff. Right. All of that is so awesome. And mm -hmm. we've seen so many Lego ideas things come through these days. And I've seen some things where I wish they would have gone through and they never made it. Yes, the Mr. Rogers trolley. <laughs> I'm I'm still upset about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Uh, the that would the be car cool from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. So uh, in order for this stuff to go through, it goes through several rounds and it has to be something that they can actually make. And right. the, the, the people at Lego who really, you know, worked really hard to get this to happen uh, were people like uh, Neek von Slagmott, uh, Sam Johnson and Daryl Kelly, who, who really you know, forged this thing along, worked night and day to, you know, get it together and then being able to release it to the public and then being able to go to San Diego Comic-Con and just show it off. And that was incredible. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we we got to get close to a few uh, of the of the licensees, you know, we we got together with um People from Playmates Toys. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Trojan, right? Jeff Trojan. Uh, we got together with people from um, uh, Mattel. Digital Domain, right? Mattel. Yeah, Digital Domain, Jaime Bencia, right? Yep, uh, and then uh, Mattel, we had uh, Scott Knightlick on, yep. um, who had been in charge of Maddie Collector when the Voltron items came out. Uh, Han yeah. Cholo, right? Han Cholo, I mean, with all that jewelry and everything, uh, amazing people at Han Cholo with Brandon and Gian and everybody else there at Han Cholo. Um, we had George Son from Toynami. Yes, George Son from, mm -hmm. from Toynami, uh, another great person. Um, learned so much about things from these people. I, I just, oh, yeah. It's amazing how much we've been able to learn over these nine years. And like I said, with as much of that has gone on, it really feels like it's been longer than nine years. Well, when you put it that way, yes. There's just been so much. So um, I got to say, that this is a little thing, but I got a real kick out of, well, a couple of little things. I got a real kick out of the Voltron 101 podcast we did back in 2016. Mm -hmm. uh, it was under 40 minutes long, but it was meant to be a, an onboarding uh, to people who were either new to the franchise as a whole or knew of only one iteration of it, just sort of give you a, uh, you know, a, a, a quick, you know, Cliff's Notes kind of guide to the Voltron phenomenon. That was fun. And the other little thing that I've enjoyed, but, but we got to finish it, if I can remember which ones we already did, was when we went, we went back and listened to the, the old Defender of the Universe book and cassette. Oh, sets. my God. Yeah, I don't remember which ones we did and which ones we didn't. There were only four. I think we did two or three of them. And I don't think we've got notes on which ones were done. But I didn't <laughs> track them. But uh, those were so much fun to listen to. I think in the title, we we would have just said Retro Voltron and we wouldn't have said specifically which one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we did cover some of those. And uh, I understand there's a there's a... Talking Viewmaster set also from the 80s. And I think I actually have the set, but I don't have the, a player. Uh, but that would be a lot of fun to go through too. Yeah. It's so hard to just go back and listen to all these things all the time because there's so many other things happening today. But I, I wish yeah. I could just go back and listen to them all again. Yeah, I, I do sample them from time to time just to, to get a blast from the past. Uh, including uh, before I actually joined, and and uh, it's been fun. And I will tell you, one of the most surreal experiences that I've had, Mark, was when yeah. you and I were driving to RetroCon, whatever the year was that I went. I think it was 2018. Yeah. And we were driving from your house to uh, to where they were holding the convention. Right. And you popped in. Uh, you started playing one of our podcasts. So it was just <laughs> you and me in the car listening to you and me doing the podcast 
<laughs> which was hilarious. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah, very meta. <laughs> <laughs> Who are um, these guys? Yeah, you believe what they're yeah, saying? Their voices are so weird. <laughs> If we ever watch ourselves doing one of these video things on YouTube, uh, that's going to be weird. That's yeah. <laughs> so the the only thing is, is you remember how you had said when you did uh, Voltron in a Winter Wonderland and you got tired of it after a while, after doing so many edits of it? Yes. yes. Okay. So... <laughs> Imagine back in the days when I did over a thousand edits on a podcast. Oh, oh my gosh. I only did <laughs> back in that time part of one episode. I was trying to chip in and help out, and I just I gained such an enormous understanding of the work that you were doing for every single episode. It blew my mind. And and I think about today. You know, um, back then, Lucas was younger. He was in school and all that kind of stuff. He had a lot of things going on. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a lot of things going on around the family. It's just, yeah. how did I have the time to do all these episodes that we did in one year, especially during the, the Voltron Legendary Defender days? We had over 35 episodes a year. And then go to all these conventions, do all these interviews, and then edit all that stuff together from the, the videos and everything, and then edit all the podcasts, and then still have time to come up with ideas for how to make things new and different. Yeah. It's just... That's how you did that and didn't go completely batty is beyond me. Or maybe you have gone completely batty and you just <laughs> bake it really, really well. <laughs> all I'm just saying, okay, is it would be a really yeah. nice payoff if somewhere down the line we get a Voltron movie made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That would that would and be maybe <laughs> maybe they could do maybe we could do a cameo. Do you remember that two-headed uh announcer in the ep Star Wars episode one pod race? Yes. Yes, I do. I don't know the character's name, but but you know, <laughs> hip and squeak. I don't know, but uh, whatever they are, uh, yeah, maybe we could do that. Be a cameo in a Voltron movie. Yeah, because I remember one of them saying, "I don't care what universe you're from, that's gotta hurt." Yeah, that one, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I kept thinking when I was when we were watching or you know watching that movie and and, and just now thinking about it as we talk about it. I, when I saw those uh, that two-headed announcer, I couldn't help but think of that two-headed monster in Sesame Street. You know, yeah, you know the the one with the ears that point up and the one with the the, the ears point down, and they argue all the time. <laughs> it, it'd be fun to be like uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber was in the Chip and Dale movie, where mm -hmm. he was the guy running the Voltron booth at the convention that yes. they were running through. And they, the Chippendale actually ran up the, the statue that is actually the same statue that sits inside the WEP offices in St. Louis. So did they ship that all the way out yes. where they, wherever they filmed it? Really? Yes, they did. Wow. Yes, they did. That's amazing. And and it wasn't damaged by all the antics by those crazy chipmunks? No. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't realize that uh, that that he had uh, that Rostam Marshall Thurber had been in that scene. That's great. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you you barely saw him. You know what I mean? It was it yeah. was very quick, but mm -hmm. you certainly saw Voltron and them running up the the statue. So mm -hmm. it was it was a good scene for Voltron to be a part of. And of course, yep. one of the one of the producers of that movie is also going to be one of the producers of the Voltron movie with Rostam. Yes, that's 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 good. And and speaking of which, there was a hush hush event at Voltcon 2022, where uh, we got to see a, a sort of a what could be kind of a sizzle thing. Um, it was very hush hush, but uh, that was a lot of fun. Very exciting. Again, we'll see how the movie unfolds. Uh, there are so many steps between where they are now and 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 where it would need to be to be on a movie screen or on a streaming platform. 
Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see how it goes. And uh, I'm sure we'll be learning along with the rest of the world um, how that goes and uh, remain ever hopeful that it that it comes to fruition. Yes. It would it would just be fun to be involved in that while while we're still doing this podcast. Speaking That's of true. which, speaking of which, next year is a, a pretty monumental one. It's it's our tenth anniversary next year. Are you telling me that nine plus one <laughs> it is ten? So, Man, speaking of Sesame Street, <laughs> so with that possibility. Uh, we are looking forward to ways that we can celebrate our 10th anniversary because we want to do it in a big way. You know, we don't we don't just want to do a, a normal anniversary show. We want to do a 10th anniversary show. So we don't we don't want to do a simple lion anniversary. We want to <laughs> do a Voltron anniversary. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. So. Uh, no solar combat spears. We want the blazing sword. That's right. So if if there's people out there can think of ways that we can celebrate 10 years of Let's Voltron, the official Voltron podcast, we'll, we're our ears are open. We we'd be willing to try a lot of different things in order to fit it all in for a 10th anniversary. It's a really great idea. I would love to hear what folks have to have what their what folks' ideas are and see what we can make happen. And we've got a whole year to plan it. That's true. And heck, we could celebrate in in little doses throughout the year. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put this out here right now. Uh, one of the things that I was thinking of, uh, mm -hmm. we go to Volcon in 2023, right? And because yeah. we we showed that there was a possibility of the virtual thing happening you know, through, through Volcon with me being on it from where I'm sitting here. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what would keep us from doing a live podcast with bringing in some guests from outside of the, the convention into the convention? That could be fun. And then using that as our 10th anniversary podcast celebration. Hmm. That sounds like a tall order, but it just might be possible. It's just an idea, just throwing it's it out there. But yeah. uh, if 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 you think that could work, uh, you know, we could start talking to some people about, hey, would you be willing to come in and you know uh, do a virtual thing through Zoom? This way, people could do it from home. You know, they can do it from wherever they are. That would be a lot of fun. Mm. Good idea. So we'll I see. like what you're thinking, Mark. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. I, I just want to thank all the people that have ever been involved with Let's Voltron in any way. <laughs> There's tons of you. I mean, we're talking yeah. about probably 500 people or more, you know, that have been in, involved with this show. So yeah, I, I really, truly want to thank each and every person who's ever been associated with Let's Voltron. I want to start with WEP and, and the people at WEP with Bob Coupler and Tiffany Alardi and Caitlin and back then Jeremy Corre. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also want to thank, uh, you know, all the people from all the different shows that we've interviewed, uh, all the people from Voltron Legendary Defender, Third Dimension, Voltron Force, and the original series. And of course, all the fans out there that have joined us on the podcast and you know, we've made friends with every single one of you, and I, I really uh, cherish all of it. And yeah. I wish I could talk to all of you a lot more, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm involved in life as well, but <laughs> I'm yeah, trying, all trying to get through this yeah. thing called life. But uh, I, I, I would love if we could just have one big Voltron party where everybody could, you know, could be back together again, you know? I think they call that Voltcon, but, but that, that everybody <laughs> getting back together. But that is a very that is a difficult thing to get everyone. That yeah, it, it would be nice uh, if we could maybe have a podcast reunion of some kind. That may be another idea that we pursue <laughs> somehow. And yeah. I don't mean everybody, but but maybe get a, a larger than usual group. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I would. I, I have to say without exaggeration that being on this podcast has uh, helped me grow as a human being. 
Um, I'm not saying I'm, uh, you know, without fault because goodness knows nobody's <laughs> perfect. Right. But but uh, the there has been a, a lot of growth. I can I can say uh, uh, personally uh, through experiences on the podcast, meeting so many wonderful people, and learning so many new things that I would never have learned in any other way. So I am grateful to each and every one of you who've been on the podcast, not only for your friendship and camaraderie, but helping helping me to grow as a person and helping me to get to know you as people, because each and every one of you is a phenomenal person as well. And uh, thanks so much. Yeah. So I, th I think that's going to do it for us for our ninth anniversary celebration. So thank you for joining us on Let's Voltron, the official Voltron podcast for our 230th podcast. Mm-hmm. 230 episodes, nine years, and many more of both to come. And we'll see you all next time on Let's Voltron. <laughs>